we'd like to welcome you back to part three, our final part for December 2nd, 2018. And the next part is entitled, If No Military Tribunals, America Spins Out of Control. And this is from the Bertrand Daily Report by Captain Dave Bertrand, retired. And he says, uh, he puts out, I think, a lot of good information. Friends and associates, we are getting closer. Are we getting closer to military, military tribunals or are we patriots just out of our minds and delusional? If that is true, then the naysayers need to add Trump to that delusion. Obviously, there are those that truly believe that either Hillary, Comey, or Lynch did nothing wrong or that Trump is not going to proceed against these criminals. And if he does, nothing will happen to Hillary. Uh, but yesterday, the BDR report, meaning this Bertrand Daily Report, suggested backroom logistics planning by several levels of government at Columbia, South Carolina, um, could have been planning the stage for the upcoming military tribunals. That analysis is based on the puzzle the Patriots continue to put together, but yet not complete. In order to get the picture of what seems very likely as a logistics meeting, a puzzle does not have to be finished to see what the picture is going to be. Now, here we have, again, the meme tweeted by President Trump, which is where all these people are behind bars, Obama, Clinton, um, Eric Holder, Hillary Clinton, both Clintons, Huma Abedin, John Podesta, Mueller, Loretta Lynch, Comey, and some other people. And Trump put out this meme. It says, now that Russia collusion is a proven lie, when do the trials for treason begin? And all these people are behind bars. It's a pretty bold tweet. You know what I mean? That's really, really pretty much in your face. Um, President Trump's latest tweet meme of top treasonous criminals behind bars is a clear indication of what is coming. His latest tweets appear to be edging closer to criminal action against deep state players. Former CIA case officer Robert Steele says military tribunals are coming. Gitmo renovations are complete with 4,000 beds. Several chartered United Airlines Flights into Gitmo one year ago were suspicious. Military uses State Department contract airlines like Atlas Air and World Airways to evidently fly there. Now, this just broke today. The 305th military is being deployed to Gitmo. Now, that's right off from the military's sources there. I mean, that was, um, it, was a, it was a YouTube video, but you, it's straight from the military. They're, they're not trying to hide it. They're deploying this to Gitmo. Um, now, I'm going to play this little clip here entitled military tribunals coming how can you help on march 1st 2018 president donald trump signed an executive order titled 2018 now these are the these this is the these um military tribunal documents that i was in reference to that i talked about in the teaching and i give you a link to that but this is um a reiteration of that amendments to the manual for courts martial United States. The following is why President Trump found it necessary to do so. The political reality throughout the United States is that the legal profession is overwhelmingly populated by card-carrying Democrats, liberal lawyers, progressive corporate attorneys, activist judges, and left-wing district attorneys. All those fancy law degrees from Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Stanford, Columbia, Georgetown, Cornell, etc., are conferred upon mostly left-leaning jurist doctors. They're a vastly self-serving lot who are staunch Democrats their entire lives. Many never even leave their major metro area even a single time except to fly to another metropolitan airport. 
The majority of these self-proclaimed advocates get into the business as a way of pushing their personal agendas, as they also promote an overarching and socially destructive liberal platform. The notorious New York City attorneys and Philadelphia attorneys are in actuality the muscle employed by the New World Order globalists and national leaders of cultural Marxism. By relentlessly undermining the nation's system of law, the legal class, and particularly the political class, has reduced the republic to a mere shadow of its former glory. The ultra-liberal lawyers and their subversive associates have literally laid waste to civil society. Their political power is now so entrenched, and the implementation of their agenda is so advanced, that only radical surgery can remove such a cancer from the body politic. The United States. And this is this radical surgery is these are these military tribunals that you have heard me talk quite a bit about and we're talking about today. The criminal justice system is dominated by democratic operatives at every level within most of the major urban jurisdictions. The best and worst legal counselors among them know exactly how to manipulate the judicial machinery to advance their liberal agenda, and they do so with a vengeance. Ever since President Trump has been President Trump, the nation has witnessed the many ways that the courts have been used to shut down his various initiatives. The Democrat-aligned attorneys routinely collude with the activist judiciary to terminate any presidential order or directive that can be overturned. Because of this ever-worsening predicament, President Trump has had his hands tied to a great degree. The resulting governmental paralysis has left the president with no choice but to apprehend the coup plotters who are guilty of outright sedition. Most of these agents of deep state are committing acts of treason simply because of their political ideology. Others are coerced by a bribery or blackmail by their shadow government masters. In view of President Trump's plight, he has no choice but to prosecute the perpetrators via the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Only in this way, can the Commander-in-Chief of the United States Armed Forces be assured that justice will be administered, free from judicial sabotage and political interference? Once the Uniform Code of Military Justice legal framework has been adopted, military tribunals can be established to prosecute the numerous traitors throughout the deep state. That they all be apprehended expeditiously and simultaneously is critical to the success of this strategy. The longer they're free to make mischief, the more dangerous it becomes for the president, his political allies, and the leaders of the patriot movement. In light of the critical stage of this ongoing coup d'etat, it's especially imperative that the insurrectionists be incarcerated at Guantanamo Bay Detention Center, post-haste. In this way, they can be securely imprisoned at a great distance from those who would aid their escape. Most importantly, the insurgents can be efficiently moved through the military tribunal process so that justice can be served fairly and swiftly. The civilian criminal justice system would see these cases intentionally tied up in the courts for years on end. In this manner, justice would be continually deferred or subverted altogether through liberal legal gymnastics. The response to an attempted overthrow of a sitting president falls squarely within the domain of the U.S. Armed Forces. For this and other significant reasons, military tribunals must be constituted with all deliberate speed. The more quickly the criminal prosecutions can be conducted, the sooner the prodigious body of hard evidence proving guilt of treason and sedition can be made available to the concerned public. 
the American people deserve nothing less than a complete airing of the many serious crimes which have been committed by countless political leaders and government officials. In point of fact, the ongoing crime spree carried out to advance the soft coup against the president represents only a fraction, only a fraction, of the transgressions by the deep state criminals, rogue intel and secret service agents, and the shadow government. It's important to remember that this same cabal of career criminal politicians and government officials has a multi-decade rap sheet that will shock the country. It includes an endless list of state-sponsored terrorism, first-degree felonies, especially VIP assassinations and premeditated murders, outright genocide, war crimes against several nations, grand theft on a massive scale, crimes against child exploitation crime syndicates, etc. Because the U.S. criminal justice system is incapable of rendering a just and fair outcome to these direly needed court proceedings, the president has no choice but to assign the task to the U.S. military courts. The stark reality is that the aforementioned crime wave is so immense that the civilian criminal courts would be overwhelmed much more than they already are. The ensuing tsunami of criminal cases and civil lawsuits would effectively incapacitate our entire justice system. As for systematic prosecution under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, applications for reversals can be heard by the United States Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces. The Judge Advocate General's Corps can be expanded accordingly to accommodate the expected appeals, as well as to handle the prosecutions and request for defense. JAG officers can be assigned to those deep state defendants who have been stripped of their ill-gotten gains so as to afford them a fair trial. In this fashion, the United States citizenry can be assured that many of the co-conspirators will be taken off of the streets once and for all. Furthermore, by serving out their life sentences at Guantanamo Bay Detention Center, the most dangerous offenders will not be able to exert their pernicious influences within these United States of America. The most serious offenders, of course, will Now, be just so you know, this this video was, wasn't just put out. This was put out on April 9th of this year. And like I said, the stuff with Guantanamo has been out there. And, and again, what just broke today was that they're redeploying a whole other, you know, troop force to there. And they're openly announcing this. So... You know, this is something that's been building and this information has been out there for a while subject to capital punishment, as they should be. Also note that the single most powerful position in the United States federal government is not the president, nor the Speaker of the House. It is, in fact, the United States Attorney General. As the nation's chief attorney and top law enforcement officer, the Attorney General can take down any government official or corporate CEO with the stroke of a pen. For this reason alone, it's well understood throughout the political realm and criminal justice circles that the occupant of this position is always a trusted agent of the deep state. The current order of utter lawlessness and profound criminality that reigns inside the Beltway is a glaring testament to this fact, and the deliberate failure to drain the swamp by Attorney General Jeff Sessions further validates that he's either a covert agent of the deep state or a completely controlled shadow government operative. A vast litany of crimes have been committed by the deep state against the American people spanning many decades. 
egregious crimes have also been perpetrated against foreign nations in the name of the American people and with our tax dollars. Were all the heinous wrongdoings to be made public, the body politic would go into a state of collective and incapacitating shock. The United States of America has been ruled by a criminal cabal of incorrigible and clinically insane psychopaths over the course of several administrations. Yep. The nation can no longer tolerate the profound damage and extensive destruction inflicted on every sphere of our lives because the United States of America has hit a proverbial wall. Radical measures are now required. Everyone can participate in this civic initiative by circling the flyer I've linked to in the production notes below. Share it with everyone you know. Everyone! The content of this highly authoritative document is such that it effectively functions as a citizen's indictment. When a critical mass of we the people are correctly informed about these weighty criminal matters, the wheels of justice will begin to turn. With your daily digest of current events and commentary, this has been Headlines with a Voice. So if you look up Headlines with a Voice, because the guy that reposted this did not post this flyer that they're in reference to here. So you're going to have to kind of look that up. Headlines with a Voice. Um, military tribunals coming, how you can help. And uh, so you should be able to find that. All right, so let's go further with this original report unverified military sources say gitmo will not be taking in middle eastern terrorists and one comment suggested that the renovations look like a club med setting cia robert Steele um, says the renovations look like a marriott courtyard others say there have already been a few tribunal hearings and it's alleged that mccain was sentenced to death for treason in reference to his providing weapons missiles and millions of dollars to al-Qaeda and the ISIS terrorists. Now, there's also a lot of speculation that George Bush Sr. was the second one that was killed, basically elected elected to kill himself in order to have a, um, go out like as a hero, be portrayed as a hero. That was the deal, you know. So, you know, I don't know. that that I have no clue on that either way but the, i i have seen that floated out there and it would be very similar to mccain because that that guy is you know as bad as mccain was what you know george h bush did is far far worse far greater magnitude than what mccain ever hoped to, to accomplish so um going for, forward here here see below for a picture with john mccain picture with five al-qaeda terrorists during a secret clandestine meeting in syria and it's right here we got it posted and he was doing this on behalf of the deep state, CIA, Obama, and um, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Prior to McCain's death, he wore a therapeutic boot on his right foot, which was alleged to be hiding the GPS tracker in case he decided to leave the country, country unexpectedly. And at one point, he switched the boot over to the left foot. And he said he wanted to give his right foot a break. Now, listen, if you're wearing a boot like that, there's some type of therapeutic reason you're doing it, you know. But he wasn't doing that because he switched it to the other foot to give the other foot a break. So that makes no sense if he was wearing it for a therapeutic reason. He was wearing it because he had to. Hillary wore a boot during the same period. Was it to sympathize with McCain's predicament or was it just a coincidence? The day before he died, supposedly executed by chemical means, his family makes a statement that McCain decided to stop chemotherapy. Now, nobody dies the day after they stop chemotherapy. 
You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I don't have enough of the poisons in my body. I'm going to die. <laughs> That's not how it works. Okay, if anything, you're probably going to live longer. Um, following No Name's execution, they, they call McCain No Name, S Senator Lindsey Graham, um, Republican of South Carolina, does a 180-degree turn from being part of McCain's anti-Trump team of the neocons to overnight being one of Trump's number one supporters. Yeah, very strange. Was Lindsey Graham pardoned by a tribunal? The tri You have to understand, the tribunal is going to go to some of these criminals like Lindsey Graham and, because the guy was a total devil. And I'm sure he still is. But they're going to go to some of them and say, hey, listen, um, we've got the goods on you big time and you can either go to prison or take the, the, you know, the suicide option like McCain did. Or you can work with us because we feel that, that if you work with us, you'll benefit us more. Even though you're a slime bag, you'll still benefit us more taking down the deep state because you know where all the bodies are buried. Because you are a senator and um, you could do us more good. So we're willing to work with you and let you off the hook as long as you do exactly what we say. And it's been very, very strange that Lindsey Graham's done this 180 in recent, um, you know, in the recent months here. So was he pardoned by this tribunal? I don't know, but it kind of looks that way. And again, I'm not being dogmatic. I'm, I'm putting out information. You know, you take it to the Lord. You see what you think, but it's kind of the way it looks. Um, then on top of that, Lindsey Graham addresses questions to the Kavanaugh, to Kavanaugh, um, on live television about the legitimacy of military tribunals. Yeah, he was one of the ones that asked him about military tribunals as it applies to constitutional law. Why? Why did he do this? Hmm. Because the military, military tribunals for the top treasonous perpetrators are coming. They just might be held at two, in two locations, Columbia, South Carolina, where the U.S. Army Fort Jackson is and where Lindsey Graham is also a senator from, wouldn't, wouldn't that be one other reason why they would go to Lindsey Graham if they thought he would be on board with this? And they, they, that he would be hosting and making sure that, that everything runs smoothly in his home state for these military tribunals? Hmm. Could that have been another proviso of the deal that he got? I don't see how... Somebody who's totally pure evil all of a sudden becomes a good guy overnight. I mean, I don't believe he's a good guy no matter what. But, you know, he has made a 180. You can't really argue with that. Now it's like, you know, listening to a, a staunch Republican when you hear him on like Sean Hannity. It's very strange. Um, and then all along with military flights back and forth from Shaw Air Force Base to Gitmo. That's, I guess, the second location they're talking about emotions are running high both with the deep state knowing what's coming and the patriots wanting the perp walk now uh trump's latest tweets have stated basically he will release the fisa declassification documents if the democrats begin their impeachment against him and investigations against him and his family and it will be big he also added he will release the documents at the time that is politically beneficial and decided not to recently do this because it would now be old news. That essentially means the D-class will be the, at the last moment before a major event or shortly thereafter. Meaning these are cards Trump has to play against the deep state. They have all these threats against him, but he has cards to play against them as well. 
Uh, let's go further. We know, we do know the release of FISA and the other revealing documents will destroy many deep state operatives from Congress to the CIA and many in between. However, there are two countries resisting the release because it will implicate their intelligence agencies, which are the UK and Australia. There has to be balance because it will also reveal the CIA and George H.W. Bush involvement in the JFK assassination. Remember we talked a lot about that? Well, these declassification docs are going to reveal the about the JFK assassination and George H.W. Bush, according to political insiders, and will open a can of worms about who and what was behind the 9-11 false flag, because they were behind that too. Therefore, there might be many exclusions unless the deep state goes full scale on Trump and all indicators point to that happening anyway. In other words, they're going to flip over, turn over the, po the whole poker table and just let the fur fly because they feel like they're all going to go down. The ultimate goal should be to destroy the Luciferian pedivores like the Clintons and the Podestas at any cost, and the tribunals will help. But if not done properly, it could backfire on the Republic. And when I get into the prayer request at the end of this study, kind of keep that in mind. Because this all, I mean, it's one thing if the tribunals go through, but collectively God needs to give the American public eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. And ultimately, we want as many people as possible to get saved, but... Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people will be on board. Obviously, Trump's base will, which is way, way bigger than CNN or any of the lamestream media will admit. Um, anyway, let's go further here. Uh, if not done properly, it could backfire in the Republic. President Trump has to move and plan cautiously while at the same time remain safe as for the logistics meeting in columbia south carolina on 11 18 by several agencies including the military ncis etc it tells me if the plan was to discuss behind closed doors logistics for how to proceed with these military tribunals it would require these agencies to understand the complexity by designating the proper individuals from each agency tasked for compiling their cases these are all these sealed indictments okay that the military tribunal will try as a joint effort for the prosecution to proceed in a military tribunal setting. Now, the reason they, they can only do this in a military tribunal setting is because the court systems are so corrupt and, and taken over by Clinton operatives. There's no way in a million years that they would ever, these things would get drug out forever and nobody would ever end up going to jail and it would just be, so it's got to be a military tribunal style. For any type of, of real justice to happen. Um, that's why. If they were in fact meeting behind closed doors about the tribunal um, near the military prison and had no cover story for the media, the cat would be out of the bag for one and anything and everything would begin to happen with a deep state counterattack. Keeping the deep state criminals confused by fake news but knowing what is probably happening forces them not to come out and tell the world in order to gain sympathy from the left. Plus, they would look like paranoid conspiracy theorists, which would be used against them. A prime example are numerous false flag media reports, such as the Las Vegas massacre about a lone shooter, which is an absolute lie. I reported on that. Or the many cover stories for 9-11 and others like Sandy Hook. What we do is provide an analysis of what actually appears to be based on the puzzle scenario. We have many pieces of the puzzle and the picture is looking obvious. Consider this. According to my source, there's a large military prison at Fort Jackson, um, Columbia, South Carolina, and he just delivered supplies there and will keep me updated. If Fort Jackson is to be used as a permanent or temporary facility for hundreds of top-level criminals being charged for treason, what that could be used for is like a staging area where... 
if they got these criminals, if they sent out these U.S. Marshals to get start unsealing these indictments and go after these, these high-level pedophile criminals, a place like Fort Jackson could be used as a preliminary staging prison to keep them while they're then processed and then flown to Gitmo, which is get them out of America where, you know, they can't be, con where it's much harder to contact them at Gitmo, which is in Cuba. Um, and again, I guess they confirm that. By the, they says that is where they would be held while Comey, Lynch, Mueller, Clinton, Obama would need would be needed at Gitmo in order to avoid a deep state takeover of a prison on U.S. land by an Antifa-generated civil war. Okay, so that's a reason they'd want to get them out of America. Seems logical to me, but I could be very wrong and everything could fall apart. And if that were to happen, Trump does not get reelected, and if we lose a socialist, if we lose to a socialist communist that's when things would get really nasty for america and again this isn't any done deal this isn't like you know q saying okay it's done deal nothing can stop d5 oh really well i think something already did stop d5 it's called which is this all these hearings taking place on on december 5th it's called everything shuts down to honor this devil george hw bush you know even the stock market so you know again that's why I'm saying that that I really believe this is turning into way more of a spiritual battle than even political maneuverings. And if there's not a lot of prayer and fasting behind this, then I don't think any of this is gonna is gonna come to pass. And you'll see again a confirmation of this in the last part of my study, which I'm getting to here. Um, okay, under the next socialist communist U.S. president, you will have only one of two choices either give up your first and second amendment rights right to free speech and your guns or plan to fight and possibly die and that was by dave bertrand and here's a, here's a report that he also released military and law enforcement logistics planning underway for tribunals here's a link if you want to know more about the actual logistics of these tribunals and this meeting that just they're saying took place in um south carolina it appears, and I'll just read you a little bit from that report. It appears the Trump administration is moving forward with what might be preparations for hundreds, if not thousands, of former government officials facing treasonous charges. Today's logistics meeting in Columbia, South Carolina, is very revealing, and from what the X-22 report shows below, this is an unprecedented move that is shaking the deep state. Representatives at the press conference will be members of Naval Criminal Investigation Services, or the NCIS, the U.S. Army Criminal Divisions, command air force of special investigations department of defense criminal investigations internal revenue service <laughs> there there is that cid division well they're they're criminals so i don't know why you'd want them there but anyway united states marshal service those would be the guys going and getting the criminals and the south carolina department of corrections and again why is lindsey graham right all of a sudden he's turned and now all of a sudden they're talking about south carolina and He's so on board with Trump and all, and it's like, yeah, I think they made him a deal he couldn't refuse. And now he's being a good boy and doing whatever he's told to do. I heard the guy's a flaming uh, gay guy that, you know, he's, I don't think he's married and he's got all these gay lovers. Ugh, I don't know, but yeah, he's not a good man. Okay, so. Um, and also the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division and the U.S. Attorney's Office. So we have that. Okay, now the last part, and I, I left a little bit out of this because some of it was a little like, you know, to me and was talking about some 
you know, just stuff between, but I'm, I'm trying to hit the high points of what, um, long time, two of my most trusted long time listeners, um, and, uh, Jody emailed me and literally she emailed me. Um, I, I didn't really read the email till today and I had just last night i mean the news cycle is so crazy and so insane a lot of times i'll have 20 tabs open of stuff i've got to get to then i'm like oh my word what is this what is this so i'm trying to weed through more information right now than i ever have in my life and i wasn't even going to look at my personal emails today but i wasn't 100 percent sure what like the lord wanted me to do a study on today well, when I read her email and then in, in light of all the stuff that I just covered, that a lot of it I looked at last night, a lot of it I looked at today, I think you'll I kind of understand why this is all like tying together. And a lot of times this is how the Holy Spirit puts my studies together in this exact way. And a lot of times it's like last minute, the very end, and then it all comes together. So it's entitled Urgent Call to Prayer. And she said, uh, Scott, I know I very rarely send you emails, especially anything long over the last year. I haven't reached out to you much at all, not because you're not a huge blessing to our lives, but because I've been sitting at the feet of God and learning from him and him only. And um, I've shared all this with you to preface something else that I and Matt believe God wants me to share with you. Matt's her husband. Long time, trusted, some of the most trusted listeners, they come from like more of a baptist background so she's not coming from like a pentecostal background regarding what we're going to be getting into um so you might want to just you know know that as well most of the time he gives me the um over the year i've been having dreams some pretty intense dreams at times um most of the time he gives me the interpretations to go along with the dreams i usually own but this is the first time i've even heard about this in the last year i mean it's not like she's emailing me every week so understand that as well. Uh, most of the time he gives me the interpretations to go along with the dreams. I usually only share them with Matt and nobody else, but I've had a couple. And I got clearance from her to release this. I called her on the phone and said, listen, after I said I couldn't be in more agreement with what I'm getting ready to read. And, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but and I'm doing a study today and I really want to incorporate this into the study because I'm seeing all the stuff about military tribunals and all the stuff about potential things that could start breaking on Monday. Things that Sean Hannity and Sarah Carter and this other guy were talking about that were, quote, percolating that are going to break on Monday. Now, I don't, again, I don't know. Maybe that'll get suppressed. A lot of it has to do with this Huber testimony that was going to be on the fifth but to me it looks like it's going to have to be postponed because of good old george h bush's funeral so a lot of this may be may be getting pushed forward which is what the deep state always does so again take that as well because you know i don't know the timeline right now um going back to this uh i've had a couple of dreams lately that i feel pretty strong i'm not i'm supposed to share so i'm starting with you See if it bears witness with your spirit or not. Okay, so continuing. Uh, below are the two dreams that I've typed up to share with you first, and then anyone else God tells me to share with them. Thanks for your time. We will always consider you to be one of our dearest friends. God bless you. Sincerely, Jody. 
And she says, I don't normally share my dreams with anyone except for my husband, but over the past several months, I've been having some pretty intense dreams, and I am sensing that I'm supposed to share this as an urgent call to prayer for God's people. So here it goes. I had a dream the other night. I was in, seated in a house with several people, simply enjoying their company. I became aware that the resident of the house was an elderly woman who happened to be sitting in the room sharing a prophecy with us. Her words were powerful and her warnings were clear, but it seemed that everyone in the room didn't take it too seriously. The woman didn't seem to care, however. She went on to share that there was a group of men, she referred to them as lawyers, who were planning some extremely evil things for this country. She didn't say what those plans were, or if she did, I can't recall of what that consisted of, but I remember being under the impression that it had to do with some of the most heinous plans the mind could conjure up. Well, again, these would be like the pedophiles and the pedophores, so you can only imagine. She concluded this, and I added that last part in, but, you know. She concluded with this. She stated rather emphatically that if anyone in the military refused to carry out the orders and the plans of this evil group of men, they would be very swiftly thrown into prison. After a bit longer, the elderly prophetess moved to a more secluded area of the house and sat alone. Needless to say, nobody seemed to even notice that she had left the room. I, however, was intrigued with the things this dear woman was attempting to warn us of, so I got up to join her. When I approached her, I sat down beside her, right beside her, and began talking to her. Before I could get very far in to what I was saying, she told me that she could not hear out of her right ear. I proceeded to move to her left side, at which time she asked me not to, but directed me to sit in front of her face to face. I did so, and began sharing my recent dream with her, and then asking her some of, and it may be the dream that I'm going to read next, not this dream that we're looking at, but the one after this, anyway. Um, and then asking her some questions about prophecy she had, she had shared earlier in the other room. One of the questions I asked her is how that group of lawyers could possibly carry out these plans, for surely there would be men and women in the armed forces who would not comply. She once again told me very sternly that, that, that they absolutely would be carted off to prisons. This troubled me greatly, and I couldn't figure out why nobody else was concerned. After I woke up and I lay in my bed pondering the dream, when I asked the Lord if he was speaking to me through this dream, the words, military tribunal, kept playing over and over in my mind. These words, military tribunal, seem contrary to the message that the dream seemed to be conveying. I perceived the dream as saying that some bad men, lawyers, the elite, had some very evil things planned, and anyone who didn't cooperate with their plans would be taken out of the picture. How did a military tribunal fit, in, fit into all this? Okay, so I have to confess something to you that I'm a little embarrassed to admit. Although I had heard the term military tribunal many times in the news, I honestly didn't know what it meant. I'm a busy mom and wife, and although I keep up with what's going on in the world, sometimes I tend to just get off get the cliff notes from my husband who has a much better understanding of all these things than I do. Anyway, when I awoke from my dream and lay pondering the meaning of it, I sensed the Holy Spirit putting these two words in my mind over and over again, military tribunal, military tribunal, military tribunal. I don't believe it was from my own thoughts alone as I didn't even know what it meant. See that to me, that even adds more credibility and validity to this. And again, what have we, just been talking about this whole time today <laughs> military tribunals but it made me curious so i jumped up out of bed and went and searched for it on the internet i found out inter an interesting article that summed it up and then well it became even more confused to me in my dream and remember trump made all that legislation back in march regarding military tribunals and then kavanaugh was questioned about it 
when he was being grilled for the Supreme Court nomination. Okay, and I, I've I've brought I've mentioned all of these subs all these subjects uh, in depth, not only in my teachings but in my newsletters. I asked God to grant me clarity, and this is what He told me: the dream was a warning. The things that the woman in the dream said would come to pass surely will if something bold and drastic isn't done soon by our president, namely military tribunals. Now, if you think about everything right now, the way it just appears in, to a certain extent that, I know Trump's done a lot of good stuff, but in a lot of ways, it's almost been like he's also been hampered, hamstrung, and also kind of drug his feet, and I don't know what kind of pressures he's under, and I don't know what kind of blackmailing they've got on the guy. And I know he's surrounded by a lot of wicked, evil people. I get all that, okay? But like I've said, in especially increasingly over and over, if this guy doesn't do something drastic real soon, then it's like game over. You cannot just let the deep state, knowing that you know they're going to go down, to give them all the kind of time in the world and to just play softball with them, the only thing they're going to understand is a ball bat upside the head. And the military tribunals are basically the equivalent of that. Okay? And, again, I had even said in, the, in that one teaching where we heard with Mike Adams that, you know, Trump might have to declare martial law in order for that to happen. Because when, if you start rounding up, like, the darlings of the left and the darlings of the prostitute media, and start carting them off to Gitmo. Well, I mean, they're going to activate every tear cell, every whatever that you can imagine in the world. And if, if martial law was done, and I said this, I clarified this, for a righteous reason, in order to preserve the rule of law while, you know, all this was taking place, then, you know, do what you got to do. Now, if it's done for some nefarious reason, obviously, I don't want it. But Mike Adams was making a case for that, and I think he made a good case. But again, it could only be if it was under this type of, if military tribunals were, were actually um, on the docket. Anyway, then she said, when I asked the Lord to clarify the meaning of the dream, I believe he told me that the remedy for what the woman in the dream said would happen is for our president to take action against the deep state, particularly, but not limited to, those involved in the sex trafficking of children what have we just been talking about all today and in their literal head is now dead one of their main heads especially for america is dead george hw bush mccain went before him and that might have been part of this military tribunal might have been part of the deal that mccain got where he could still be perceived as a hero now again if these d-class documents come out about trump you can glorify him all day long but when this d-class documents come out and it shows he was behind the jfk assassination behind 9 11 well he's not it doesn't matter anymore because he's not gonna be portrayed as a hero he's gonna be portrayed as the devil that he always was which praise god so um sorry i'm just adding a lot into this because this is just really rang true but um so those involved okay so she believed God told her the president had to take action against the deep state, particularly, but not limited to those involved in the sex trafficking of the children. Again, which I believe would be the nearest and dearest thing to God's heart. There are so many hindrances to Trump being able to carry out the things that he's wanting to do. And again, this is 
why it's a spiritual battle. So I really feel that the dream is an urgent call to prayer for God's people to rise up in spiritual warfare prayer against the evil forces that are operating in and through the monsters that are raping and ravaging our children, defiling anything that is even remotely holy, and fighting against our rights as Christians in this country and every part of the world. Yeah. I mean, come on. Doesn't that ring true? Isn't that exactly like the exact premise of why this ministry exists and what I've been documenting increasingly over and over again, what I've talked about all today, this is totally lining up with that. I honestly feel that there is an urgency that is extremely time sensitive. And this is why I called her today because I didn't want to mess around on this. Right now it's 1.39 a.m. and I'm trying to get this thing done so I can get it up on the internet because I don't, I just feel like I need to do this I'm dead tired, but I feel like I need to do this, get this up, and um, I don't know what's going to break on Monday, if anything's going to break, but there's been a lot of implications and indications that something big's going to break today, because we're already into Monday. And I don't want to be behind the curve either, so, and I want to do what God's convicting me to do, which is the most important thing. Um... So she feels there is an urgency that is extremely time sensitive. I really sense in my spirit that there is time coming when it will simply be too late. I couldn't agree more because I do not think that you can play patty cake with the devil and that you can just, you can just, um, you know, drag this thing out and drag this thing out and drag this thing out. It's just not going to happen. At some point, you're going to have to start playing hardball on a whole other level. And this may be the last chance for America right now. And I've heavily been sensing that anyway. Action needs to be taken soon. Prayer and fasting specifically for these military tribunals to be carried out is urgent and necessary because I had the impression after the dream that if they are not, the evil will be unleashed on the earth, will be irrevocable. And again, I don't think this is saying, well, we're not going to go through revelation or anything like that, but this may be a time of reprieve. It may be a time where justice, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But what do we have to lose? Praying and fasting about a particular issue. The last time I really emphasized this was when Trump got in office. And that was miraculous. I mean, they were already chilling the, the champagne for Hillary. And they had already, you know, had her on the cover of Time Magazine. Madam President. I'm not making that up. They already did that. And they already had the celebrations in order. And then all of a sudden it didn't happen. And I cannot see how that wasn't God intervening where that witch wasn't in office. And I really believe we're, we're right now in a very, very similar time is that, if not even more crucial. Um, like Jesus, we must work the works of him that sent us while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. John 9, 4. Yeah. Forgive me that this is so long. I'm new at this. The truth is I have to share this, what I believe God is telling me to share. In doing so, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that several weeks ago I had a different dream that I was very troubled by. I have sought the Lord for the meaning of this dream for weeks now, but until he showed me the meaning of the dream I just shared with you, I couldn't understand what it meant. I'll very briefly share it. In the dream, my husband and I were traveling on foot with some friends and we had a very young child with us that was in absolute agony. So much so that you could almost feel it. 
He was moaning and groaning, and my husband was carrying him as we walked around, trying to find some place we could sit down and rest. The child seemed to be sleeping for a bit, and I commented that it was good he was sleeping because perhaps he wasn't in as much agony that way. The teenage, a teenage boy then came to me and told me that I should make no mistake about it. He said the child was in just as much agony whether he was awake or asleep. As I sat there looking at the small child and seeing his torment, although I had no idea what was causing it, it was impressed upon me in this dream that the child's agony was like birth pangs to something huge that was about to happen. And whenever it did happen, his agony would cease. It was like the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus was in such agony that he was sweating drops of blood, all in anticipation of the crucifixion that would take place the next day. I woke up so troubled by this child because his pain and torment felt oppressive and suffocating to me. I have been asking God for several weeks now to reveal what all this meant because I haven't been clear, I haven't been able to shake the effect it's had on me, but the meaning has become clear. I believe now the child in agony in this dream is symbolic of the children in this world who are being raped, tortured, sold, eaten, etc. at the hands of the, these disgusting monsters and that the birth pangs of his agony represent the period before a huge event that, that needs to take place soon. I mean, what are we talking about every week now, it seems like? The pedophilia, the pedophores. Increasingly, that comes becomes the central theme of almost all the teachings I'm putting up now. Was the central theme of today with George H.W. Bush. Thousand points of light. What are they doing under this thousand points of light? They're sacrificing, eating, raping, killing little children. It's what they love to do the most. All the people at the top that may be getting ready to go down and go to Gitmo and hopefully be executed. All of them are, are high-level, high-level pedivores, Satanists, Luciferians that do the most sick, twisted stuff to little children you could possibly imagine. And again, I think if there was anything that would be nearest and dearest to God's heart, that would be there. That would be it. That in the abortion industry. In conjunction with the earlier dream, this dream seemed to be saying that the exposure and prosecution execution would even be better of the deep state pervs who have been hiding and protected for so many years and will do anything to remain that way is the necessary remedy. The huge event that would remedy the pain and the anguish of the child in my dream and the real kids and the real life kids going through such hell would be exposure, mass arrests, and carrying out the military tribunals. I can't see a better option. What are you going to do? Just go blow their brains out on the streets? There's got to be some semblance of justice or the left is just going to go absolutely nuts. There's got to be some semblance of justice regarding these military tribunals. I can't see another way. I can't see another way for this to go down unless just God kills them all, but that's not typically the way God works. So, ending. This is a call to prayer, plain and simple. We need to petition, petition the throne of God that he will move in a mighty way in this situation and remove anything and anyone that may be hindering Trump from being able to act on this. I believe he is aware of a lot more than people give him credit for, meaning Trump. But the forces of hell are out to stop him at every turn. Surely prayer moves the hand of God, and the remnant of God's people who are actually awake and rising up in spiritual authority in Christ against the devil and his minions can bind and tear down and take back and come with full force 
the blood of Jesus Christ against the very gates of hell. Also remember the binding and loosing. That whole principle. Uh, Win Worley did a good study. Just key in binding and loosing, Win Worley on there. And it's just, it's all scriptural. It's all authority Jesus gave us. It's just authority we don't typically appropriate as Christians. And we need to start doing that. Um, it's time that we examine our own lives and hearts and close all doors to sin and to the enemy and then in a posture of humility and repentance cry out to god whilst i couldn't agree more while simultaneously engaging in spiritual warfare prayer with the tools and authority we've been given in christ i again couldn't agree more amen and then she posts this bible verse which is just awesome psalm 149 verses 6 through 9 let the high praises of god be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains. Who are, the, who are these kings we're talking about? These high-level pedophores that rule over us. And their nobles with fetters of iron, again, the same people, to execute upon them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. It says, this honor have all his saints. And his is capitalized. Praise ye the Lord. And that's Psalm 149, 6-9. So we have this authority. And our, and our two-edged sword is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And this is why it's so important to put on the full armor of God every every day. you know, And, and to pray like a psalm um, or like a Lord's Prayer type of thing in, in that particular pattern. And Jesus said basically pray in this manner. Um, to be right before God. And then uh, like a prayer like Psalm 64. Um which, you know, is not only asking for God's protection, but it's also asking for God to judge the wicked. Uh, so she ends by saying, I am nobody in the world's eyes, but I am the daughter of the Most High, and I am sharing this in obedience to him. If it bears witness with your spirit, please, please respond accordingly. There's so much we can do behind the scenes if we'll only wake up and fight the good fight of faith, rescuing the precious children from the bowels of evil. Yep. In Christ, Jody. So, that's what I've got for today. And, um, you know, again, she says, we need to petition the throne of God that he will move in a mighty way in this situation, remove anything or anyone that may be hindering Trump from being able to act on this. Um, I'm going to add this into the, to the prayer as well. Okay, so I just added that last part in addition uh to the to the current prayer list so um that's all i have for today i'll just go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer with a special emphasis on you know what we just talked about that in today's teaching but there's a lot more here that you can use as prayer points and i'm trying again i'm always trying with this ministry to kind of make it like one-stop shopping for like if you can only go to one place you know during the week or whatever that hopefully my emails will be can be used as prayer points and um, also keeping you up to date on what's going on in the world we're in. So I'll just close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we do thank you, Lord, for all your goodness and mercy, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for my listeners. I thank you for our salvation, Lord. I pray, God, any if anyone's hearing this that's not saved, they would go to my the website that I have at contendingfortruth.com and click on that salvation tab, Lord, and that you'd save their soul, Lord, for it's your will that not one would perish, 
but that all would come to repentance, Lord. And we just bring these issues, Lord God, before you, particularly the ones we've talked about today. I do believe, Lord, that there is an urgency here. I feel it. Um, I've felt this building for a long time, Lord. And just to reiterate it, Lord, just for your divine intervention, Lord God, we, we lose legions of angels regarding all of these matters that we will bring before you right now and in the days to come, Lord. And I pray, God, that you would also convict us. If there's fasting that needs to be done, you would convict specifically each one of us what you want us to do regarding that as well. And that, Lord, that you would expand this, that a lot of people would hear this message. And I, even if it's not my teaching, if it's just this message of, of what was conveyed today is vitally vitally important and i do believe lord it's time sensitive and i pray that this teaching go out to whoever you know needs to hear it in the body of christ and that they would join with us regarding this matter to pray and we pray against this chateau de armos the mother of darkness castle lord where this thousand points of light is where they're sacrificing these women and these babies literally every day and all of these satanic ceremonies that they hold there. I pray God, I pray God for its annihilation in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray God you annihilate the wickedness going on there. I pray to God you strip every one of these witches of every bit and these occultists and these Luciferians of every bit of their occult power. I pray you make us invisible to the enemy, Lord God, that they would not be able to even um, have any type of retribution against my listeners or the body of Christ that are coming against them in prayer. Like Psalm 64, God says, hide us from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words. And then it goes on to say, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. And all men shall see and fear and shall declare the work of God for they shall wisely consider of his doing, and all the upright in heart shall glory. So, Lord, I just pray these things over us, my listeners, who's, who, who's ever coming into agreement with us, Lord, that our prayers aren't hindered in any way. We lose legions and legions of angels, God, whatever kind are necessary, God. Warrior angels, death angels, angels of justice, angels of righteousness, angels of deliverance, whatever kinds of angels are necessary, God, in order to rescue these children, God, in order to rescue these sacrifice victims, whether they're, they're, they're children, infants, um, teenagers, adults, animals, I pray, God, you rescue them all. And I pray you save all these people as well. Um, and that you annihilate these centers of wickedness like this Mothers of Darkness castle in Belgium. I just, I just pray, God, that you, whatever it takes, God, fire and brimstone, whatever it takes against this wickedness, wherever these places exist, I pray to God you rain down holy fury on this wickedness. But deliver the people in these places before you do that, God, if it's your will. And for the military tribunals, God, of the wicked elite Luciferian pedivores and pedophiles to happen ASAP, God, as soon as possible, that he, that God, you would move in a mighty way in this situation and remove anything and anyone that may be hindering Trump from being able to act on this. I pray to God that these military tribunals would happen and happen swiftly, God, and that you would remove all hindering factors.
factors, again, loosing legions and legions of angels, God, whatever kind of necessary in the specific situation that these military tribunals would happen, that every single wicked plan that the deep state has to block this, would all these plans would be annihilated, every single one of them, God. They would be absolutely 100% totally annihilated, that you would have the wicked and the heathen in derision, that the very pit that they have dug for the righteous, that they would fall into it, God. Every single one of them, God. I pray to God for your hand to move in all of these situations, God. And that, Lord God, if possible, that these December 5th trials, these D5 trials, that they would be not hindered, if that is your will. I mean, I pray that they wouldn't be hindered, God. I pray that this wouldn't be pushed back anymore. I pray to God you would literally blind the enemy to all of these these attacks that are coming against them, all these holy attacks that are being leashed, unleashed against them, God. Blind them that they wouldn't even see. I pray to God they would they would turn upon one another like there's many times in the Bibles you, you've, you've had literally the same troops literally turn and devour one another. I pray to God that's what would happen in the name of Jesus Christ. And I do pray, God, those that are among the wicked, if if it be possible, those that can be saved, God, I do pray, God, that they would be saved. You take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I'm not asking them to go to hell, God. But I also know you know the beginning from the end and you know who's going to get saved and who's not and who's capable of being saved and who's not. And a lot of these are just purely wicked, evil, bloodline, Luciferian, Lord, I don't even know if they're human, vessels, Nephilim vessels that cannot be redeemed, they cannot be saved, and I pray, and they rule over us, God, as it was in the days of Noah, just like they were in the days of Noah, and I just pray to God you rain down fury on them, God, and we collectively bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer in any way, shape, or form, and we ask Jesus that you cast them into the abyss or wherever you want them to go, and that none would be able to come to take their place. And then you would literally blind every fallen angel, demon, devil, evil entity of our actions, of our prayers, of our fastings. You'd, bind them, you'd blind them all. That they wouldn't even know. We'd make us invisible to the enemy. And Lord, we ask all these things. Um, I, I pray, God, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen.